IBA Talk, the Insurance Business America podcast. The coronavirus pandemic is emphasizing the need for business continuity planning, particularly around workers' compensation. In this episode of IBA Talk, we are joined by Matt McDonough of Safety National. Matt sits down to discuss what risk managers should focus on in their business continuity planning and how businesses can ensure they're not introducing new exposures as they adjust to this new normal. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Insurance Business America podcast. I'm Alicia Gudkowska, Senior News Editor, and in today's episode, I'm joined by Matt McDonough, Director of Risk Services at Safety National. Matt, thank you very much for joining us today. Hello, everyone, and thank you for having me. So today, Matt will be providing insight on business continuity planning for workers' compensation exposures, from what risk managers should focus on within these plans to who should be involved in the incident management team and everything in between. So to start off with, I want to ask you, Matt, why is business continuity planning as it relates to workers' compensation so critical, particularly taking the current crisis into account? Sure. Well, business continuity planning, along with workers' compensation programs, are very much about being proactive and being prepared. Companies need to consider what events could take place that will disrupt operations and build a plan to help mitigate those risks. We have certainly learned a lot from the current pandemic over the past few months and continue to do so even now. What I'm hearing is that companies are essentially falling into what I'll say is uh, three buckets. And, you know, the first bucket are those companies that had a business continuity plan in place prior to this event and have updated and exercised it regularly. While they're certainly being challenged by COVID-19, I suspect they are in as good of a spot as you can be given the current environment. Speaking from personal experience, Safety National has has had a plan in place for many years and regularly exercises our plan in the form of mock disaster tabletop scenarios. We have full participation from our executives and other leaders throughout the company. This exercise provides valuable information on where the plan and company currently sit in regards to preparedness. This also allows us to update the plans accordingly. While there have certainly been some curveballs thrown at us over the course of this pandemic, having a plan in place has aided us in managing the current event effectively. The next two buckets are those companies that either had a plan in place but have not really reviewed or updated it, or just companies that never had a plan in place to begin with. But regardless of which three buckets you fall into, business continuity programs, along with workers' compensation programs, favor those that are prepared. It would be a challenge to plan for every scenario and what-if situation, but generally speaking, you should plan for any one or combination of the following four loss event scenarios. And the first one is loss of workspace, and, and this is essentially a physical loss to your building or maybe even operation. So most people associate this type of loss with your natural disaster, natural disaster type events. Think of tornadoes, earthquakes, tsunamis, etc. The next one is a loss of IT applications. So think of this from a cyber attack or ransomware or some type of virus that hits your IT systems. The third uh, loss event scenario you should think about is loss of vendor or service providers. If you are a business that relies on goods or services from third-party vendors and that supply chain is broken or, or severely delayed, how you continue to operate. And the last one you need to consider is loss of workforce. And that brings us back to your original question of criticality in regards to workers' compensation. 
loss of workforce is all about people. And in this event is very much about protecting those people from, in this case, a very transmissible and novel coronavirus. Mm -hmm. So what should a risk manager concentrate on within a business continuity plan from a workers' comp perspective? So in the previous question, um, we discussed four loss event scenarios your business continuity program should consider. The risk manager has a lot to think about in any one of those scenarios, but from a workers' comp perspective, the risk manager will want to focus on the workforce because that is about the people. And a question the risk manager may want to start with is, you know, does the workspace during or immediately after a disaster event present hazards to our employees? If so, uh, do we have any precautions or controls we can institute to effectively protect our workforce? At a high level, that may involve reviewing the hierarchy controls of elimination, substitution, engineering, administrative, or even PPE. If we can't reasonably protect our employees in the current environment, it may be time to think about a secondary workspace, which brings us to our next question. Mm -hmm. If a secondary workspace is available, will it present new hazards to our employees? In this pandemic, many employers were told by state and local authorities they would need to close their doors to non-essential employees. This forced the work from home model for many employers that were fortunate enough to have such an option. While this may be a better alternative than coming into and potentially being exposed to or exposing others to COVID-19, it's not free from hazards. For many people, work from home meant setting up workstations in the residence, which from an ergonomical standpoint may be less than ideal. I just use this as a quick example and realize there are many others, but in the end, risk managers and safety and health professionals will need to address any hazards in the workplace and ultimately educate their workforce and implement controls that will help to mitigate those exposures. Well, ideally, businesses have found a way to do this. And the good news is that if you did adjust operations and did not introduce no expo new exposures, you may have just found a better or safer way to operate. But I'm guessing many are challenged to do so. Either way, for this conversation, let's assume you do adjust operations and end up introducing no ex new exposures. So what now? This is why it's important to have risk management, safety and health professionals involved in the process. They can help you to identify, assess, evaluate, and communicate any new hazards a workspace may present with the ultimate goal of implementing controls to help mitigate those hazards. These individuals can also help with any regulatory issues you will need to consider before adjusting operation and design training if needed. And what are some of the key components employers should have in place in regards to a business continuity program? So there are many things to consider in regards to a business continuity program. We could probably take up an entire podcast just talking about the components in detail. But at a high level, let's just kind of hit on four important components. And first of all, you should have a written program. Right? The written program should document what steps need to be taken before, during, and after an event. Understand that capturing every scenario and what-if situation will be extremely challenging and unlikely. You should be prepared to call an audible from the written program as circumstances dictate, as there are some things you just cannot entirely predict. You also want to ensure the written program has key stakeholder contact information available. Time can be of the essence during these events, and one of the last things you want to do during a disaster is waste time looking for contact information. You will also want to ensure department-specific processes are specified in the plan as well. 
you may be one company, but each individual department will likely have separate needs and mission critical items that need to be addressed. And speaking of mission critical items, you should, should identify mission and non-mission critical functions in an effort to prioritize what items need to be restored or recovered first. Once again, time is of the essence and you don't want to waste time bringing up applications that may not be mission critical. And with any plan, it's important to review and update this plan regularly, which brings us to the next component, which is the plan update and exercise. Things constantly change within our companies and we need to update the business continuity plan accordingly. For this, I suggest setting up a tabletop exercise and plan review regularly. Annually may suffice for most companies. In attendance, you'll want to make sure your incident management team and other pertinent business leaders in the company are available. And we'll speak to those groups here in a second. Present the disaster scenario to the group and work through the process. A live tabletop exercise will go a long way to help identify any gaps in the program and also give the group some hands-on experience prior to a live event occurring. Once a group has run through this scenario to an adequate conclusion, it's important to meet with representatives of each department and update their individual plans accordingly. So in that last component, I touched on an incident management team real quick, and that brings us to our next important component within, within a business continuity plan. So it will take teamwork to manage the crisis and get things back once it's over. As many have found out through this pandemic, there's a lot to manage, and many of these things need to be considered before deciding on next steps for the company. For this, it's important to have a group of individuals that make up the incident management team or whatever you want to call it. This team's purpose is to assess the situation and decide on next steps for the company as it relates to operations and employee safety. This team ideally is made up of management individuals from key departments in the company with a clear chain of command. And so the last component is communication. This includes considerations for both internal and external communications. Employees will have a lot of questions and concerns as the situation unfolds. Sure, so it's, it's hard to say exactly because everyone is different, but operationally, you will have a lot to manage and there will be many key decisions that will need to be made, which can be critical to your operations. I can tell you that our incident management team consists of the entire executive management team along with many senior management individuals within our company. Senior management includes individuals from human resources, from claims, from communications, from risk services, IT, and facilities, to name a few. Having executive and departmental representation on the IMT has helped us to make informed decisions for the company quickly and efficiently. So who exactly participates on your particular incident management team is up to you, but members of this team, along with all means of contact information, should be listed within your written program. It's possible during a crisis event that normal means of communication, think of your work email or even your office phones may be down. It may be important to have cell phone information or even personal emails as well. Additionally, it is wise to set up a call tree amongst this group in an effort to effectively relay information in the event this particular group cannot get together in one room or on one call. And the last thing you want is a delay in communication when urgency is required. Early on, this group may find a need to meet often, multiple times a week maybe, but as the situation alleviates, the team can obviously meet less often. Mm -hmm. 
And why is it important for continuity plans to remain fluid as circumstances change? Sure. So this uh, current scenario certainly speaks to the value of, of a plan being fluid. Um, the challenge with a pandemic scenario is that it's it's really tough to know what's coming. You know, ultimately in, in this current environment, you know, the virus is kind of telling us what's going to happen, right? So as an employer, you know, you don't know how or if your employees will be affected by this. You don't know who will get sick, when they'll get sick, how many of them will get sick. And for those individuals that do get sick, do we have enough people cross-trained within the organization to fill their roles? And then the, the golden question is, when will this all be over? So these are all questions that you would like to know going into a pandemic, but ultimately you won't know until it actually happens. While these questions are all related to a pandemic scenario, you can certainly envision how other disaster scenarios, say a fire, tornado, IT, loss of IT applications, all can have situations that arise that would have been tough to predict as well. And at this point, it is about agility to best navigate the disaster event. And for that, it's important the plans remain fluid and for the company and incident management team to pivot quickly as new and unexpected information becomes available. I mentioned earlier that business continuity programs along with workers' compensation programs favor those that are proactive and those that are prepared, and I cannot emphasize that enough. But it's also for the plans to remain fluid. So when the time comes, your company can effectively handle any scenario that arises and effectively keep its employees safe. Great. Well, thank you so much for your insight today, Matt, and for joining us to discuss this important topic. You're very welcome, and thank you for having me. And thanks, everyone, for listening to the Insurance Business America podcast. Follow Insurance Business America on Twitter at InsuranceBizUS, B-I-Z-U-S, and on LinkedIn to get important insurance news and perspectives straight to your inbox. Thank you for listening to this episode of IB Talk. Follow us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts for the latest episodes.